Mix in the Dark. Hey, what's up? It's Mai Yang from Mix in the Dark. I am so excited to tell you that myself and the creators of Ramanesque Podcast will be hosting a podcast creator and listener meetup in St. Paul, Minnesota. This will be happening in the next few months, and actually, I'm more nervous than excited. I've always been super careful about not showing my face, but I guess this is your one and only opportunity to come meet me and talk to me about anything that you want. I will give you more details in the next episode, but for now, if you have any podcasting stations that you are super in love with, that you would like for me to invite to the event, let me know. These podcasts do not have to be scary story podcasts. I already have a list, but it does not hurt to add more. In this episode, I will be telling four true creepy stories about workplaces. If you know where these workplaces are, please do not comment its location. We are trying to respect not only the authors of these stories, but the privacy of the story's locations. Also, these are not places for you to go ghost hunting at, and I think you know that. Mix in the Dark listeners have been respectful so far, so I thank you. Please enjoy the stories. Story 1 I am a teacher at this elementary school. My school is pretty big for an elementary school. I won't say anything that gives away the school or who I am. This is just a short story that happened pretty recently, and I wanted to share to see if you all have any feedback for me. For some background, I am not Hmong, but I do teach at a Hmong school. I have no knowledge of the Hmong shaman religion or culture, and I am still just learning. It was a normal day in school. I was in the middle of running a small group when one of my students sparked an interesting conversation with me. He had let me know that he was a chosen shaman. I am very used to this. Sometimes kids randomly share things with me and I could choose to listen or dismiss it. This time I decided to listen. I asked him what he meant when he said that he was a chosen shaman. He explained that he got really sick over the summer and that his family did a ritual for him and found out that he had people from the other side waiting for him to become his guide in the spirit world. This meant that he is a shaman. Mind you, the student is still very young and because I had no idea what he was talking about, I just waved it off. It was work time that same day and I noticed that he kept staring at the door like someone was going to walk through. I took a minute to observe and to see what the situation was. Kids can become distracted with anything when they do not feel like doing their work. I went over to him and quietly told him to focus. He whispered back that there's a ghost by the door and that he was watching the class. Playing along, I then asked him, why is he watching the class? He answered that the ghost was curious because this building is new to him. Our elementary building is very new. Its construction is only a few years old. Unsure of what to say, I proceeded to tell him to just focus on his work. At the end of the day, our class was packing up to go home. I watched the same student as he paused in the middle of talking to his friends. His eyes looked up at the door. I observed his eyes slowly move from the door to the end side of the classroom and then to an empty seat by my desk. He walked up to me and told me that the same man was now in the classroom, but he really meant no harm. Again, he was just curious. To be honest with you, I freaked out inside at that moment. 
I took my class out to their buses, and on my way back into the building, I caught some of my Hmong co-workers and asked them about this. They explained to me that maybe he really is a shaman and could actually see ghosts since it seems he understands the Hmong cultural rituals and what happens when someone is chosen to become a shaman. I'm not gonna lie, I was extremely scared going back into my classroom to gather my things before going home. I really do hope that if there is really a ghost, that he really means no harm to my class and I. Story 2 My nephew and I both work at a blood bank. I work in distribution while he works in a warehouse. One day, he came in early morning to work because it is required every third week of the month. He was really tired because he did not get much sleep through the night before. He decided to take his 15-minute break early to take a quick power nap. At our work, there is a locker room complete with a bathroom stall and shower. There's also a love seat and a round table. He set his phone for 15 minutes and laid down on the couch. He put his hat over his face and instantly fell asleep. All of a sudden, something hit his hat off and it fell onto the ground. He opened his eyes to look around, but no one was there. He thought it was odd, but being too tired, he just picked up his hat and went back to sleep, this time sitting up with the hat on his face again. He heard someone come into the bathroom stall. He knew it was real because he heard the door open and the footsteps to the stall and obviously the smell. He heard footsteps a few seconds later following the person. He thought it was strange that he didn't hear the door open, but again, he was too tired to try to pay any more attention to it. He kept hearing the second footsteps pace around the room. It went back and forth, back and forth between the person in the stall and my nephew. My nephew said he could feel the room suddenly turn really cold. He then heard the footsteps stop in front of him. He felt like whatever it was, was leaning in to look at his face. His hat was still covering his face, so he did not see anything, but by now, my nephew had his eyes open behind his hat. Out of curiosity, he quickly snatched off his hat to look, and when he did, nothing was there. With just a few minutes left, he turned around to try to catch a few more minutes of sleep. He put his hat back on his face. This time, he heard the footsteps come back to him, but closer to his phone. It started tapping on his phone with what sounded like long nails. My nephew was so tired and frustrated that he got up to look around, and still nothing was there. His alarm rang, so he went back to work, not thinking much about it other than... Hmm, that was really odd. Story 3 I have worked at this company since 2011, after I graduated from high school. Never once have I witnessed anything paranormal at work. I say that because a lot of the coworkers who've worked here for years have creepy stories to tell about this place. The majority here happens to be Hmong that works at this company. The shift that I worked was the second shift. The east part of the building we worked at has a larger warehouse. The guys that are in that area are the distribution department. They have a smaller team of about five to seven people. 
The guy with his encounter was my first cousin. Let's just name him Kuo. Kuo was a senior worker and started in 1999. Kuo works the early shift. They will have to be here by 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. Fall of 2001, he encountered something that gave him chills even till this day. During this time, it was fall and 5 a.m. would still be pitched black outside. When he got to work that day, he was in the parking lot and he saw someone at the stairwell walking toward the door of the east part of the building where he worked. This was common because this is where people were entering to clock in. Kua, however, was utterly confused since that person did not look like folks that worked there, and if so, they were entering the wrong part of the building. Like I said before, they have a small team. That sent a red flag right away. Kua made his way inside and sat down with his coffee before working. Within a couple of minutes, the door ringer ran. This happens when a driver shows up for pickup or delivery. Kua walked over. He opened the door, and he did not see anyone. Confused, he went back to work. 5.10 a.m. came around. The same thing happened. Kua went back to open the door, and there was no one. Annoyed, he walked outside. No trucks nor people in sight. This area is not known to be ghetto. It could possibly be some rude people just playing jokes on them. Kua asked another worker who happened to be a close buddy. Do we have any orders to ship out today? And the buddy replied, no, not until at least 10 a.m. 5.30 a.m. came around and what do you know? Annoyed, Kua rushed to the door and opened it fast. Again, no one. By this point, he was frustrated, so he went to complain to the manager. Kua asked if he had heard the doorbell ring recently. The reply was no. Kua questioned him again, explaining that it has gone off twice now and each time there was no one out there. The manager walked with Kua to the back and told him he'll check the camera to see if a driver missed a pickup. Kua was now really grumpy since his coffee was cold. He was always a bit crazy about coffee. He went to the break room for another coffee. The break room door had a window which you could see out, but no one can see in. Kua heard what seemed like a small rock chipping the window door. He instantly went to see what it was. What he saw gave him chills. He described a very slim, tall woman in white office attire that walked around the park semi-trailer heading toward the east side of the building. What was creepy was that a semi-trailer is at least 13 feet from the ground to the top. She was almost the same height, if not taller than the trailer. Startled, Kuo ran to his buddy and said, Did anyone just come by the warehouse? And right away the doorbell rang. It sent chills up his spine. Kuo said to one of his buddies in a timid voice, Uh, can you get that door please? This buddy, confused, opened the door, but saw no one. Kua said it was only a couple of seconds between the time the ringer and the buddy opening the door. His buddy and him walked outside, glared at the parking lot, and saw no one. Kua couldn't bring his eyes to look at the trailer of what happened moments ago. They went inside, and he told what he saw in the break room window. This has now scared both him and his buddy. With both of them highly alerted at this point, they went back to notify the manager. 
the manager claimed that he did not hear anything. This was ridiculous. That ringer could be heard from the break room and even the production side of the building. It was a really loud bell. All three of them looked at the video footage only to see no one. And then, from the break room perspective, what they saw made them skip a heartbeat. The company's CCTV camera caught a solid white orb crossing the trailer and doing a circular motion by the warehouse door and vanishing into the building. Since it was night vision, it could have been a bug. Kua claimed he saw something, or it. Could it have been the caffeine? Kua is a very knowledgeable person when it comes to his beliefs. 5 a.m. is said to be Du Shi Fai Xia, meaning heaven divides life, the hour when the two realms are visible to each other. As creepy as this incident took place, Kua powered through the rest of the day and he finally got his coffee. Story 4 I used to work at this school. When I started there, the summer school session had just started. I was having trouble finding classrooms, so my manager at the time told me that when I come in the morning, I should tour around the school so I'll be familiar with the building. I agreed, and the next morning when I came in at 6.50, there was still 10 minutes left before my shift started. I went for a walk. I decided to start at the lowest level. The building has three levels. Each level of the building is the same layout. It's like an L shape, you can say. At the time, since they were in the middle of expanding the school, the newer side was not open yet. At the time, I was not sure where the stairs to go to the basements were, so I took the elevator instead. The elevator was older and dim, so it gave me this creepy vibe. I just told myself that it was just me being stupid because I've never liked going on elevators anyway. As I exited the elevator, I felt a cold chill run through my spine. I ignored it. Throughout my time in the basement, I felt like I was being followed around. I stupidly decided to go use the bathroom. While in the bathroom, I thought to myself, why am I using the bathroom all the way down here alone this early in the morning? What if I see something? I panicked and rushed out of there. I decided to use the elevator again to go all the way up to the third floor since that was where I was located. Third floor was not as bad because there was natural lighting with some lights on. The only thing about third floor was that when I turned left and came closer to the bathrooms, I instantly had that creepy vibe again. I just rushed past it. I walked past the new pre-K room and again, there was that vibe. As I turned to the hallway, I just kept having this feeling that someone was watching me from the end of that hallway. With that feeling, I decided to turn back and go to the office. One of my coworker, Paul, got to the office and he asked, So, have you taken your tour yet? I replied, Yes, why? He asked, So did you feel or see anything? I told him what I experienced and he just nodded his head. Looking confused, I shouted, wait, why? Paul chuckled a little and said, I'm surprised you were willing to tour the school by yourself this early. You know the elevator? 
I haven't experienced it personally, but sometimes teachers would say that they sometimes use that elevator when they need to get from the very top floor to the very bottom floor of the students. When they get out of the elevator, the students would sometimes ask the staff what happened to the little boy that was with them, and the staff would reply back that there was no one except them. There used to be two rooms in the pre-K room, but they turned it into one room. The story there is that some staff saw a person hanging in the room. The only thing that I've experienced was that one early morning, when no one was in the office, I decided to go lay down on the couch. I had my back toward the receptionist's desk, and the lights were off. For a moment, I heard someone enter the room and sit on the chair and was typing. I just assumed that it was the old receptionist, so I didn't bother to look. After a while, I dozed off. When I woke up, I was alone in the office, so I left. Later that day, I asked her why she came in so early that morning, and she looked confused. She told me that she had just arrived at school and did not know what I was talking about. As time went on, people kept asking me if I had experienced anything. I kept telling them no. One staff member told me that he's one of the last people to leave the building. He told me that one time on his way out from the building, he saw someone standing at the end of the hall by the middle school section. He panicked and left the building immediately, knowing that it was not a staff. Another staff member told me that the stairway I was using during the summer was a route that she never tries to take. Some staff members say that if you're using that stairway alone, sometimes you could hear little kids giggling at the bottom of the stairway. Another staff told me that previous students and staff said that when they were walking on the stairway, sometimes they would get pushed. And when they turned back to look, there was no one there. One time, my coworker told me that she used to be the one opening and closing the school. One night during after hours, her daughter, who was two or three at the time, came with her to open the doors for the Boy Scouts because they were going to host their meeting there. Right when they entered the parking lot, her daughter said, Mommy, Mao Mao. Mao Mao is what little Hmong children say when they refer to a monster. She freaked out, but decided not to show it since it was just them. When the Boy Scouts reps got there, she went to open the door for them. When they all got to the office, one of the rep asked, Are there other people here too? And she replied no and asked why, even though she had a clue already. The rep explained, When we entered the parking lot, we saw a lady with long black hair staring at us from one of the windows on the second level. My coworker knew what this was, and she knew that this was what her daughter saw when they came in, but she did not say anything since she did not want to scare the reps. My manager told me that the stairway by the elevator had a door to a tunnel. She told me that the tunnel was connected to an abandoned building. The school used to be an office area while the other building was the construction side. There are rumors that sometimes when you walk past the door to the tunnel, you can hear someone whistling from the tunnel. I've asked if it was safe for us since we are a school, and she told me that from our side, we've locked it but is unsure about the other side. As the new school year is coming closer, I became more nervous because I will be one of the last staff members to leave the building. 
One day, I was talking to Paul about being scared of staying behind by myself for at least one hour, and he pointed out the map with the new side of the building and the old side of the building and said, You see this? He pointed to the cafeteria. When school starts, you will be moving to the new side. You don't want to cross the cafeteria after everyone leaves because that's the old side of the building. As long as you're on the new side, you should be good. I looked at Paul and jokingly said, Wow, you act like ghosts will not cross over to the new side of the building. The new school year has started. I was fortunate enough to not experience anything until the end of my journey there. With COVID still around, we had to go distance learning for two weeks due to a COVID outbreak in the school. I had a lot of pre-K packages that the parents did not pick up, so I decided to bring it back to their classrooms. I walked to the old side of the building, and right when I passed one of our entrances, I felt this big gush of cold wind blow right through me. I didn't think much of it because I thought it was the maintenance people opening the door, but something stopped me. I froze halfway through the hallway and thought to myself that if it really was them, then I would have heard the door and I would have heard them talking, but it was quiet. A ringing noise ringed through my ear, so I ran back to my station. On my last day, one of my coworkers said, Hey, so something scary happened to me yesterday. I looked at her and asked if it was from the old side or the new side. She told me that this time, it was in our new gym. I knew it. Sooner or later, something would happen on the new side of the building. I asked her what happened and she said, Yesterday, I was doing the locker combination in the gym locker's room. In the corner of my eye, I saw a shadow with two feet swinging back and forth in the bathroom stall, like someone was sitting on the toilet. I bent down, but did not see any feet or legs so I just walked out. I told her that I am so glad that I am leaving this haunted school. I am now at a different school. I was so relieved when I started my new position, thinking, thank goodness, I don't have to deal with that anymore. But then of course, they said that it is also haunted. But I guess I will save those stories for another day. Thank you for listening to Mix in the Dark. I am your host, Mai Ying. Mix in the Dark is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast series. If you have a story that you would like to share, please send it to mixinthedark at gmail.com. If there's a story that you really enjoyed, feel free to hit up my tip jar on Venmo. Just search Mix in the Dark on the business tab.